Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Alive for More, a dialogue with Catholic young adults produced by AM820 to encourage and inspire the universal call to holiness. And now, Alive for More. Welcome back to Alive for More. My name is Father Nick Venter, and I'm joined in the studio by Kayla Walton, Joel Yarmish, and Trisha Schweinfurth. But before we begin, I'd like to start with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus Christ, you have given us the great commission to go out and baptize all nations, teaching them your name. Heavenly Father, we ask you, give us that spirit of mission, that we may go forth confident in your plan for us, and that we may understand the, what you have placed within our hearts to bring Many souls to your Son. And we ask this all at the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, pray pray for for us sinners sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, and we close in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Got a little Amen. caught up there in the spirit of it. So. First, first time praying? Yeah, first time praying. I don't really pray there very often. So, Well, I am so excited about our topic today. So we are going to be talking about personal mission statements. And I um, just have like a couple connections to this. You know, when I was thinking about a mission statement, any good organization has a mission statement. Sure. And any. Kayla's really emphatic. She's I know, I am. I know. I never slam the table and I just slam the table. But you're excited about because, it. Because I think that it really, you know, I, oh gosh, last year I was so, um, you know, if you want to be inspired, watch the What's Your Why video by Simon Sinek or okay. si- I, everyone pronounces What's your his why? name. Yes. It's so good. It is so good. It's very, I mean, it's very secular. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it, sure. any faith based, but he basically talks about why it's important to have a why. Mm-hmm. You know, if we look at really good companies, if we look at really good organizations, they don't just answer what do you do you know like he was he uses the example of apple mm-hmm. and so he says you know um we have a, a great product to um to help you make your life easier you know all of these things and then it's like do you want to join us and it, it's it's not just well we sell computers you know he really talks about like the whole heart of the mission mm-hmm. and so something that i did last year so i'm a principal at a catholic school and our staff last year at our opening staff meeting was i wanted them to all create personal mission statements because they think that that you know if i told myself well i get up in the morning because i need to answer emails i need to go to meetings and i need to get things done mm-hmm. like that it would just drain the life out of me but if i say I wake up in the morning so that I can help lead souls to heaven. Like, well, shoot, I'll go to the ends of the earth for that. You Mm -hmm. know, and so I think that talking about like a personal mission statement is so essential. And I think, you know, in our world today, it's, um, I don't want to say cliche, but it's, it's all over. It's becoming Mm -hmm. like this new trend Mm -hmm. to come up with a personal mission statement. And I think how beautiful it is that we have this opportunity to really create like a personal mission statement for us and for our families. Sure. Mm -hmm. When I, I've been recently married and, um, preparing for marriage, uh, we got advice from two different people, a secular, someone secular and someone religious about making a family mission. Mm-hmm. You know, what, mm-hmm. in your first year of marriage, you sit down together and you intentionally write like a family mission. Yep. And so when you have children, um, when they're old enough, you know, they can sign this mission and join the mission with you. Mm-hmm. And, but it gives your family like structure and also just a shared, a shared vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and which is important. I mean, the word mission literally comes from the Latin word to send. Mm-hmm. So it's what we're sent out for. Mm-hmm. You know, we go for something. And, you know, mm-hmm. if a mission doesn't have a goal, the mission's going to fail. 
Mm-hmm. Or rather, there's no mission at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, setting that goal, setting that mm-hmm. personal mission. I, I loved what Kayla said is that like your why, your personal statement, like mm-hmm. why do you get up in the morning? Why do you do this? And, you know, all too often we hear, especially those of our generation, they don't, they feel purposeless. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they, they feel they're, they're a ship without an anchor. They're a ship without a sail. Mm-hmm. And um, now we're not, you're not trying to make this self-help sort of, you know, show today, but but I think in yeah. a way we are. In a way we I are, mean, but but yeah. talking about like we can direct ourselves exactly right. to something and mm-hmm. and think of it in a practical sense when how how much li- how much easier life would be or how much um, yeah easier I guess is the word um, if if you know what your overall goal is and if you're mm-hmm. lost and you don't know where you're going if you can hearken back to okay I sat I sat out I sat down and I thought this out. Mm-hmm. Like instead of being in a moment of stress where you don't know what you're doing and you have no mission, if you've already taken the time to know that this is your focal point in life and this is where you want to be, it'll be easier to when the stressful times come, when the rough waters come to reference back mm-hmm. to the map that you drew sure, yourself to be as, as opposed mm-hmm. to trying to draw yourself a map during the times of turmoil. Right. And also accountability. You know, I um, so I'm not married, but I um you know, I'm very, very close with my family. And so they would kind of be my accountability partners. You know, mm-hmm. my, the sister with whom I live is very, uh, very good at calling me on to holiness. And so I think if I told her, you know, Lindy, this is my mission statement, she would be very comfortable saying, Kayla, you, you know, did you lead souls to heaven today? Mm-hmm. Did you do it with joy? Did you do it with mm-hmm. love? You know, all those things like that's, I'm serious. That's, that's awesome. Right? Like that's what I want my personal mission statement to be is like, you know, my, my goal is to help lead souls to heaven with joy and love. And, you know, for me, like, because I feel like that's where my gifts and talents lie, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and for someone else that may be, you know, I want to go out and proclaim the gospel. And for others that may be like, you know, I want to have really great adventures. Like there's nothing wrong with having, I don't want to say worldly things, but there's nothing wrong with having that in there as well. But I do want to talk about that a little bit is can we set ourselves on a mission that's doomed for failure? You know, can we set ourselves on the wrong path? Mm-hmm. Like when we, because I think what causes a lot of us trepidation of setting mm-hmm. a mission is like, am I picking the right mission? I, I would mm-hmm. say yes. You can have a bad mission statement. Yeah, and yes. I would say yes. that all of us maybe are living a mission right now, whether mm-hmm. it's verbalized or not. And some mm-hmm. of the missions we're living by the actions of our lives are heading us into a direction of destruction. Yeah, and I, and I guess you know? what, what I, I don't I don't mm-hmm. want to say that like be afraid of that, but mm-hmm. I can I, I guess I kind of want to verbalize maybe someone's hesitation of why they don't want to mm-hmm. articulate a mission statement. It's because they're mm-hmm. afraid. Is that the right one? So I guess kind of. How do we know which ones are the right mission statement? You know, sure. I think that's a conversation we can have is yeah. and, and to kind of start that conversation is, you know, it's that asking ourselves, OK, what am I drawn to? I am mm-hmm. made in goodness. Mm-hmm. You know, that that cliche phrase, God didn't make any junk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yes, I may be broken. Yes, I may have, you know, my own my own issues, my own crosses. But. Mm-hmm. I am made for greatness. I am made for love and I desire the good. And, you know, we're made to be alive for more. And which is what you're listening to on St. Gabriel radio. Um, and the, that whole vision of like, I am made for goodness, mm-hmm. I think can kind of help 
frame how we pick a mission statement. And I think too, you know, going back to like, how can we make sure it's not doomed for failure? I think taking it to prayer, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of going back to, you know, a previous show where we were talking about hearing the voice of God, that's what it goes down to. Like I, if I were to create my own personal mission statement with aside from God's will for my life and aside from hearing his voice, then it would be doomed to fail, even Mm -hmm. if it sounds fantastic Mm -hmm. on paper. But if you, you know, really like and take it to prayer, like this could be an awesome prayer activity like Mm -hmm. you know and really Mm -hmm. talk to our lord about your gifts and talents and how he's created you and the situation you find yourself and all of these things like what what does that look like you know and to look at your past you know like at times in my life when i was thriving what was i doing or at times Mm -hmm. in my life when i was suffering or you know really struggling like Mm -hmm. what wasn't right i think we can look at our mistakes in the past to maybe help set a mission or a goal for the future um I know when I was, before I was married, I don't know if I verbally said or like... You really like saying that phrase. Yeah, it is nice. <laughs> it is married. cool to say like my husband too. <laughs> I say it all the time. I don't think I call him his name anymore. <laughs> say my husband. Anyways, um, but back to... So before I met my husband, you know, in my 20s, I don't know if I had written down like my personal mission statement, but I kind of knew it in my heart. Mm-hmm. And that was like, mm-hmm. I wanted any relationship to strive for heaven. Like I knew I wanted heaven out of this life. Mm-hmm. And so... I remember, and, and not even just romantic relationships, but friendships too, you know, like, um, and obviously as I've gotten older and matured, like this attainment of heaven and how we get there has also like broadened and um, matured. But anyways, nonetheless, when I was in my twenties, I think having that mission of like, oh, I know I want heaven out of a relationship and thinking of like maybe young men who I was attracted to and, you know, there was maybe some sparked interest, but I can think of someone in particular who I knew was as passionately agnostic as I was Catholic. Mm-hmm. And because I had this mission of, I know I want heaven, mm-hmm. you know, I knew that I couldn't really pursue this relationship at that time because we'll never want the same things, Mm -hmm, you know, like you can't. And so I think in some ways a personal mission can protect us from like the deepest desires in our heart when other things can distract us from maybe what we really want. So in my heart, I knew I was attracted to this guy and I had, I enjoyed spending time with him, but in my head I could, I knew that there was something anchoring me that made it unsettling. Does that make sense? No, that that makes perfect Mm -hmm. sense. It keeps you head in the right direction if someone is not willing to get on the ship with you not not to keep using naval terminology but if someone's not sure. willing to come along with you then you maybe may not, not maybe not meant to be yeah so mm-hmm. i i think i think that's great and i think defining what we mean by mission statement is mm-hmm. important like you know we can see that in our own past and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah mm-hmm. and i i will admit that i don't technically have a mission statement in my life right now um but i would say that my question would be, or not my question, my advice would be um, that a mission statement should not be made, um, I guess, in with how you're, um, to, you shouldn't tailor a mission statement to how you're living right now, as opposed to um, you shouldn't be afraid to look forward and look for improvement with a mission statement. You don't have to say, well, this is how I'm living my life right now, so this is what my mission mm-hmm. statement is. You you shouldn't be afraid to say, okay, this is how I'm living right now, but this is not how I want to be living. Mm-hmm. Like You can set uh, a mission statement to be um, different as opposed to tailoring it to fit your existing life right now. Right, and you know th- that's the whole thing is that a mission statement should be pulling us somewhere and that mm-hmm. we can make specific goals. So for example, if my mission were to be, you know, I want to let people know about the joy of the gospel, 
I can set specific goals or parameters like today. How many people did I share the gospel with? And it's not about number. It's not a numbers game, but it keeps us like aware. What am I doing to fulfill my mission? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's that, that practical mm-hmm. aspect that like, it's right. not about numbers again. It's about keeping mm-hmm. us on track. And I think too, you know, all you have to do is just Google like personal mission statement and you can see tons of different examples and templates. Um, But I think, you know, the one really neat way to do this is to uh, like to think about, okay, what is, what is I, what do I feel like our Lord is calling me to? And then how am I going to get there? Mm. So, you know, for example, one is like, I will inspire others with my actions, but never forget the power of my voice, you know, and then it kind of goes into like, I'll give before I receive, I'm not going to fear mistakes. Um, I'll create a welcoming home, you know, all of these things. So it doesn't just have to be, I mean, it can be just one thing, like I will Mm -hmm. lead souls to heaven, Mm -hmm. but I think that, you know, the more, comprehensive you can make it and more personal you can make it um the more impact it's going to have right. sure and you, you can yeah like you can walk through hobby lobby and find you can tell <laughs> yeah, something that's trending right now because there's a million signs that say in this family we say thank you yes. and you know and mm-hmm. they're almost pre-made personal family missions um but i do think they really are it's walk something through in, hobby lobby i like yeah, that i like you know that. it's important to make your own no free ads, and mm-hmm. pray about it and you know think and really at the depths of your heart well what's important to me but also at the same time, you know, this all seems abstract to the listeners or something we have in the Columbus Diocese that I think is like a built-in family mission or personal mission. I did it before I was married, is the um, consecration to the Immaculate and Sacred Heart of Jesus oh, that we have yes. that's run by Father Stosh daily. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is kind of like a built-in family mission. You know, their missionaries come to your house. It's like usually someone who's our house is already consecrated to the Immaculate and the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And they pray with you for a week, preparing you to, you know, make this your mission for your home, that anyone who walks into your house will know the love of Christ mm-hmm. through his mm-hmm. Sacred Heart. But um, something that they that a lot of missionaries I know who are Sacred Heart missionaries is they give you a prayer card that you pray every day when you, you know, have consecrated your house to this mission. Mm-hmm. And they just like, my uncle has it on his mirror and in his car, you know, so like, Every day he's reminded of this mission of bringing the sacred heart to any soul he encounters. And um, yeah, so maybe just an example of something they could do here in the diocese that's kind of a built in mission. Yeah, it's built in. um, (laughs) Yeah. And you even sign something that, you know, like to make it, I don't know. Steaks. Yeah. Just to give you an anchor of like. Okay. When you said steaks, I was like, wait meat um, <laughs> but i see stakes what you're living up to like yes. sta not s-t-e well, so I'm, I'm not much for spelling but yes <laughs> so you know that's actually when you talked about the immaculate heart and the sacred heart of jesus being a mission statement you know consecrating ourselves to that it we can certainly do that you know i've been thinking about doing that for my parishes like mm-hmm. saying hey we're dedicated to this this sure. is our mission to fall in love with Christ. and mm-hmm. But before you can set goals for others, you kind of have to set those goals for yourself. And, you know, one of the things that we do here at Alive for More is to be here with you, which you can catch us at mm-hmm. Saturdays at 7 a.m. or Sundays at 3.30. My name is Father Nick Ventura, and I'm in the studio with Kayla Walton, Joel Yarmish, and Trisha Schweinfurth. And we're talking about, you know, personal mission statements, you know, what does that mean? We've kind of talked about both from a secular standpoint and now we're kind of getting into that that spiritual standpoint, what God is mm-hmm. calling us to, that calling us to mission. And so just kind of continuing this conversation, you know, what what sorts of ways are mission statements 
kind of particular in our lives? Like, what mm-hmm. are our personal mistakes? I know Joel said he hasn't quite picked one yet. I'm hammering out the details. I think I have about five minutes to pick one. So. Okay, great. So <laughs> we're, we're gonna get we're gonna get him later. Yeah. So I guess kind of yeah. in that conversation. I mean, I think so. You know, going back to making it personal, like one really good way is to think about okay, what is the goal that I have? So for me, again, it's to help lead souls to heaven. But then also like looking at my personality. Like we are all given so many beautiful qualities, and so I think you know being humble. So the, one of the best definitions of humble that I've ever heard is seeing yourself the way that our Lord sees you, nothing more, nothing less. And so if I look at myself the way that our Lord sees me, I see someone who is joyful, who is intelligent, and who is um, like goal-driven. And mm-hmm. those are like three traits that I think our Lord has given me. So if I were to create my personal mission statement, it would say like, I'm committed to lead souls to heaven with joy, integrity, and purpose, you know, mm-hmm. and like that. So kind of incorporating that and then also including like tangible things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I commit to like, I, I'll be praying daily. So kind of like giving yourself that, you know, kind of overarching goal, but then how am I going to get there? I mm-hmm. think is a really important piece of it, at least for me, like in my own personal mission statement, that's kind of how I arrived there was like also you know, those, the goals choose. And I think there can be some fun things in there too. Like I'm committed to laugh every day. Like, you know, I'm committed. I know. So father okay. gave, gave me a look. No, and I'm then, like, I just, it was just, it was right. intriguing. And I don't, I don't mean like, you know, the just the per- fake laughter, yeah, not purposeless yeah, but laughter, just like, but to notice the joy in life. Exactly. And like really see true goodness and beauty, mm-hmm. you know? So I think, yeah, there's that piece of it too. I know, I know. No, it's a little no, for you. Kayla, no. do you have your personal mission statement written down somewhere? Is it just something in your heart, or is it something you look at every day? So it's something. So I have it written down, but I so I revisit mine every year because okay. I feel like mm-hmm. I change. I mean, I do, and and I think it's really good. You kind of said it earlier in the show about you sat down with people you work with and mm-hmm. said, "What is your personal mission statement?" And I think that's a great way to mm-hmm. lead to. Um, is or if you're in a family or if you have friends like hey you know mm-hmm. what's leading us what's the goal of sure. of our lives here and i think that's really good when we can own mm-hmm. what we're doing i think too often we just kind of we become machines where we just mm-hmm. okay i i get up at this time i go here i do this i do mm-hmm. that i do that and then i go to bed and mm-hmm. then we find ourselves like what did i do today right you know and i think having those goals will help us kind of see mm-hmm. Okay. It holds you accountable. Holds us, hold, in, a, yeah. in a very secular sense, you know, I'm a nurse at the James Cancer Hospital, and every hospital has a mission. You can find them online. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that the nurses review ourselves annually, like when we have our meeting with our um, manager, mm-hmm. I have to review myself through every virtue of the James's mission statement. Mm-hmm. So I have to show my manager the ways that I've showed compassion or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the the Mm -hmm. elements are of the mission statement but it's a way to hold somebody accountable like Mm -hmm. are you living the mission that we have set standard you know like Mm -hmm. and so i and that's important in a family or in your Mm -hmm. personal life for sure Mm. yeah and i guess one thing kind of as a small tangent you know Mm -hmm. what if we aren't meeting up to our mission Sure. You know, like there might be someone out there. Well, I think oftentimes we don't. Yeah. And that's that's the purpose Mm -hmm. of a mission. It's so how can we correct that behavior? You know, and not to get caught up in the failure, but to be like, okay, yeah, that was a bad decision or Mm -hmm. a bad situation. What can I do to correct that? 
Mm-hmm. And I think that something, you know, I'm all about the analogies. Like if you look at um, a flight track and mm-hmm. if a flight is just like a teeny tiny bit off course at the beginning, mm-hmm. you can correct it. And there's not like a lot of mileage lost. But if that flight keeps going like off course, this is where I wish we were not on radio and you could see my hands. But yeah. like if it we were like to be, hands right, right. if it were just like a teeny tiny degree, as you keep going, that degree, like all of a sudden you're hundreds of miles off track. Mm-hmm. And so I think that like having a personal mission statement can kind of do a quick course correct daily so that it doesn't get completely you so know, not all of a sudden you're in the, a place right, that you don't want to be right. at all or like that you've lived a year of your life and you're like oh my gosh did i did i do what i wanted to mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. and i think that you know that's like one piece of it i think the other piece too is mission statements are so beautiful because i learn so much about other people through them mm-hmm. like i didn't you know on the surface i may know x y and z like i may know where you're from whatever but a mission statement goes into like the heart of who we are what's and important I, to us right what exactly. are our priorities? and also like what are our gifts and talents mm-hmm. and i think that's like an important piece too is how beautiful would it be to be able to sh- you know show someone like this is who i am mm-hmm. and you know like really help lift each other up in that mm-hmm. i don't know i love mission statements i'm all yeah, about I, them <laughs> i can't tell kayla <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're a great administrator. Yeah. Oh, by the grace of God. By the grace, by the grace of God, it happens. Oh, amen. I, Not it, great administration, but like, you know, day-to-day stuff happens. Right, we understood. Okay. I got it. Don't worry. Um, and I, I guess kind of, I was reflecting on, on ways like, you know, in my own parishes, getting the staff that I work with to set a personal mission statement, I think will go a long way. Because I think too often in our parish lives, we can kind of say, oh, I, and this is not making fun of anybody who does this, but I'm just, it's just the example that comes to mind. If you're at a knitting club, you know, just getting caught up in that, like, why, why am I there? Am I there just to knit or am I mm-hmm. there for other reasons, you know, to identify why do I choose what I do? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that any, any meeting that I'm in for a parish, I say, how does this group help people fall more deeply in love with Jesus Christ in the Eucharist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the, the mission that yeah. I have mm-hmm. for any activity that happens in my parishes is asking them, why Why are we doing this? Are we doing this to help people fall in love with Jesus? Or are we doing this because we want a social club? If you want a social club, go to the family. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Um, this is not a social club. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a place to know Jesus Christ. And a byproduct of that, yes, is spending time with one another. But it has mm-hmm. to be first getting to know Christ. But that's, that's my soapbox. I got to get down from it. It's funny. Speaking father to father to yeah. you, uh, I... I cannot tell you how often I see my daughter Lucy doing something absolutely ridiculous. And I'll yeah. say, so what's the end goal here, buddy? Like, yeah. what, what, why are we doing this? And of course she has some ridiculous answer, but it's funny because I didn't even realize that, like I'm like instilling the idea yeah. of a mission statement to her yeah. at, at like such a young age. It's just like, what are we doing here? But, um, I guess mm-hmm. as, as it pertains to my personal mission statement, uh, Something happened about a, a year ago, and it was just like one of those passing comments. And it wasn't even by one of my kids. It might have been something I saw on TV. But basically, someone you know was talking about getting involved in the church. And uh, one of the young kids on the show was like, it's not Sunday. Why are we going to church? And I couldn't help but think, like, oh. that is a scenario that I would love to avoid with my mm-hmm. children. So over the past year, I've been looking for more opportunities to get involved in mass and or in my church mm-hmm. and doing things here or there. Uh, so I guess... Over the past year, my mission statement would be, um, you know, trusting in God to uh, provide me with opportunities at church, like having my ear to the ground, looking for opportunities to get involved in church and in church activities and serving Mm -hmm. the church, but also 
finding something that I'll actually enjoy because I don't want to have to like trudge through something because it's not going to be beneficial to me or Mm -hmm. my parish community if I'm trudging through whatever it is that I'm volunteering to do. So one of the readings that just keeps, uh, kept coming up was when Jesus called, um, St. Peter in the, in the, in the boat and St. Peter, uh, an excellent fisherman was like, why is this teacher who's an excellent teacher teacher telling me to drop my nets here? What does he know about fishing? Like, maybe he can get me to heaven, but he's not going to help me catch fish. He doesn't know what he's doing. But he just, you know, let down your net. Let down your net was what he said over, or is the the phrase that I I just kept coming back to and just trusting in God. So that's been like my big thing is just let down your net. If if you think God's calling you to do something, put your your net down Mm -hmm. and and see what happens. You might catch no fish, but you might catch fish. The, the biggest catch that you yeah. can have. So that's been like the phrase that's just been let kind of driving me. That's, that's a great model. Let down yeah. your net. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah. yeah. It's an opportunity of being like just aware of those being surprised by God's providence. Like mm-hmm. saying, all right, here's an opportunity to talk. I mean, that happened to me the other day. You know, I just went to a restaurant just to pick up some food and go, go back home after, cause I was, I've just moved into my new house and just sure. unpacking and stuff like that. I just wanted to relax, but I happened to run into people who haven't been to church in years and I was sat next to, I was waiting for my food and, you know, they were talking like their daughter goes to my school and, you know, just that letting down your net opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just wanted to tell you that sort of affirm you that sometimes God puts opportunities mm-hmm. in our path and just being aware Hey, I gotta let my net down here. Yeah, yeah. And, the yeah. Other, and the other phrase, really quick. I'm sorry. No, you're is, fine. You're is fine. Is that um, is and this is the, from Matthew's gospel is uh, is seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all things shall be yours as well. Is the other thing that has like really stood out to me is just like if you focus on God, if you put God at the center of your life, opportunities will present themselves to seek righteousness. Now you can't put it all in God's hands, but you can put that in your head to be vigilant for those types of opportunities so that you can't let down your net. So that'd be my somewhat mission statement sure yeah and i think too you know just one thing that i would challenge everyone to do is in your mission statement to start with the words like i commit or we are committed to because i think Mm. if we use the words like i will then it's like okay i can try that tomorrow or i can try the day after but when we say like i I am right and well and not even i am because Mm. that's like we already have reached it but like i'm committed to like every day like a commitment takes Mm -hmm. like an action every day and so i think that you know joel i'm committed to finding opportunities for my family and faith i think that's a great great and i think it's beautiful the concrete stuff but right now we've run out we've just gone through this so quickly we've run out of time so our next four shows are still going to be about personal missions (laughs) (laughs) if you want any assistance please reach out to kayla Kayla. she loves to talk email us us. we'll find an email at some point trisha would you like to close us in prayer sure in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen dear jesus we just thank you for the gift of life we pray that you will continue to flood our hearts with your love that we may know ourselves more and more and all the ways that we can serve you while we are here on this earth. We entrust these intentions to your mother's most sacred heart, Our Lady, your mother's most immaculate heart, Our Lady, Queen of Peace. Pray, Pray for, for us. us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been listening to Alive for More. Until next time, may God bless you. Alive for More is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820. Archives of Alive for More and all of our locally produced programs are available at stgabrielradio.com. Then he sunk to